Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. We take banking personally. Here's your host, Michael Severe on 1620 The Zone. I thought we sustained some drives and we can and we finished the drive down in the red zone where we talked about we talked about not kicking field goals. We talked about scoring touchdowns and kicking extra points. So I was proud that they did that. Proud of the kids and the coaches. And shut out by your defense and putting that stop on the field goal there. And what more can you ask of them here in the second half? Well, we've been here before. We we talked we just talked about we was there in the same place with Minnesota game. Now we gotta come out, we gotta we gotta win the middle eight. We won the last four in the second quarter. Now we gotta win the four in the third quarter. So we gotta sustain it, we gotta sustain drives and we got to stuff them on defense one of the true critical things in college and pro football these days is winning the middle eight if you haven't heard people reference the middle eight before we've been kind of preaching it for a few years now it's uh bill belichick you know doesn't worry about getting the ball first would much rather have the ball in the second half and then the goal is to score last in the first half and score first in the second half and you can steal a possession that way and especially if you could turn around with 14-point turn there, that's huge. And that's what Mickey was talking about. I don't think at all this year that I can remember Nebraska has won the middle eight. I know they've broken even before on the middle eight. For sure, I know they have. But I don't think they've won a middle eight. Um, And Nebraska had a chance there. You know, with Wisconsin missing the field goal and with Nebraska getting that touchdown before the missed field goal by Wisconsin, then they had the chance of coming out. And and they took the – so they they knew – Wisconsin's going to get the ball, right? They could have taken the win in the fourth quarter, but that means Wisconsin gets the ball and the third quarter win. And the the worry is then they have momentum off that last drive they had coming off of the halftime where they missed the field goal. They come out, they get a couple scores, right? And then you don't have enough in the fourth quarter when you get the win. So the idea was take the win in the third quarter. They're going to get the ball. You try to build a big enough lead. Nebraska did get a score. They did get the score to have a two-score lead at 14-3. But then in the fourth quarter, going into the win, they couldn't do much. And obviously, Wisconsin did enough to win the game. Um, It's a tough decision. A couple tough decisions. You had the personal foul after the score or the unsportsmanlike conduct after the score when number 19, who had already been ejected, (laughs) comes out on the field without his helmet and gets ejected from the game. But So you say right there, they're probably going to go for two. Do we... Take the penalty, have it assessed there, and they probably kick the extra point in that situation, or save it for the kickoff and have them kick off from the 20, and you have a chance to get a big return. Here's the thing. Nebraska does return the ball back to the 40, but what happens? It's a holding call. So they don't win on that either. It's just tough, man. It's tough. Uh, We go back to the phones. Rodney on the line. What's up, Rodney? How you doing, man? Hey, what's up, man? How you been? Uh, You know, it's... uh... I'm fine, I guess. <laughs> I can't yeah, complain. I can't complain, man. How you doing? Man, I was, man, I was thinking they was going to pull it off, man. Yeah, I really thought that they were going to. I even said before the game, I, th- I thought they would win 20-17 to 17 on a walk-off field goal. That's what I thought that was going to happen. But, you know. They just needed a, another first down, man, at the end. Yep. I think that would have gave them a chance to run the clock out. 
I agree. I agree. There was and there's a couple of real bad clock management things there too that I don't quite understand. But you know that's that that happens sometimes. With that running back, man, it seemed like it, either he's hurt or he's just he see the he sees uh Ghost. the other color in front of him real fast, you yeah. know, because they get behind the line of scrimmage, man. I think he's shook, Rodney. You know that expression you hear sometimes? Somebody just be shook. I think he's a little shook. Yeah, because yeah, when he his feet, you can see how his legs turn when he approaches the line of scrimmage. It's just like, oh boy, I'm getting ready to get hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man, I thought they would pull it off, man. I did too. I did too. You know what? That was now they have a chance to on Black Friday. If you beat Iowa, you knock them out of the Big Ten title game. You got everything in the world to play for. You can make your rival miserable. How about that? Well, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. You got to break one of these streaks. That's nine in a row now to Wisconsin. You haven't beaten Iowa since 2014. I mean, break a streak, why don't you? Yeah, man, but shoot, man. One more first down, dude. I know. Ifs and buts, man. Candy and nuts. It's been happening all it happens all the time. It's been happening for six years. <laughs> but you see how the teams that should win will win. I know. Like yeah. TCU, Michigan. They had, they had a good plan at the end. Yeah. Uh Michigan. It just it's just how they built, man. I know. I we know. haven't got there yet. Even Wisconsin. You could even see yeah, Wisconsin fits into that, yeah. 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 Nice to hear from you, man. You have a good one. You too, Rodney. Have a great rest of your Sunday. Listen, and 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 I'm not saying that the fix was in it all. I don't have to say it. Brett Bielema said it. But you watched those last couple drives of Michigan. Man, there was a call down. Big Tim's like, um, you know, we really need uh, Michigan to win this uh, somehow. Mm, maybe something could happen. And there were three or four plays where I'm like, wait a minute now. No, that wasn't a penalty. That that what the third, the fourth down and three, where they ran the little kind of wide stick to the running back and allowed the wide receiver to simply block downfield. It's one thing to run a pick in college. If you throw the ball behind the line of scrimmage, go ahead and block downfield. I don't care. Don't don't go too far, but you can do it. The ball was thrown over the line of scrimmage and a dude blocked five yards down the field and they called nothing. They're like, all right, that's okay. Good way to go, Michigan. Go get your field goal. Uh, then they had a throw on a second down that obviously fell between the wide receiver's elbows to the ground. They review it and they're like, oh no, uh, uh, I was, uh, was going to stand. Like, come on, what are you doing? That was ridiculous. Great, we get a great game. Undefeated teams tomorrow. I mean, next week with uh, Ohio State, Michigan. But Michigan probably should have lost that game. And I understand why Brett Bielema is pissed. I get it. That happens sometimes. In the words of our good friend Bo Pelini, the BCS. That's why they made that call. That's why. Let's go to Hobbs. Good morning, Hobbs. How are you doing? You ready to fight? Am I ready to fight with you? Sure, let's go. Yeah. What are we fighting over? Are we right, fighting over Whipple? Let's do it. What are we fighting? Where is this unwritten rule where you have to be a coordinator to be a head coach? Where is that at? Oh, there is no unwritten rule. There's no rule at all on who to hire as a coach. No rule whatsoever. Eight of the top 16 teams going the last week hired their coach as assistants. They were assistants okay. when they hired them. All right, so I give you a fresh cow who takes a dump in your backyard, and I tell you to go inside and make me a, a souffle with it. You going to be able to do that? Uh, I cannot no, make you not. a souffle with poop, no. All right, well, that's, what's, that's, that's what Mickey was handed. Sure. That's what he was handed. Sure. I watched Jordan Riley 
and Casey Rogers. I saw that. Play for Oregon yesterday. Yep. Jordan Riley would not have seen the field and did not see the field with Scott Frost. I say all that to say this. The run fits are there on defense. Is that is would you agree with that? Or No, I would say not yesterday. No. They were how many times did he get four yards before contact? More often than not. Yeah, I don't think they were. They those look, Garrett Nelson and um Colton Feast played really well. Twenty tackles between the two of them. But I don't know if there's anybody else willing to that you even want on the field on that D line. Well, how much of that is attributed to 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 lack of depth? Part of it, but they they got a lot of players. I just don't think they have a lot of players, if you know what I mean. They could have used yeah. Jordan Riley played for Nebraska multiple plays, and he was horrible. Maybe he was out of shape. I don't know. I think he's got a total of six tackles this year with Oregon. It's not a lot. Maybe five and a half. He's not done a I lot. Mean, Casey Rogers was a I, loss. I, Casey Rogers was a definite there's just, loss. There's just a lot of question marks that I think were handed down to Mickey from um, the, the lack of leadership from Frost that it's hard for me to gauge uh, – What's what's what was going on in the last four years, and who who's at blame? I mean, I love Scott's. The only thing I loved about Scott was the the play style. Like I think you can tweak that and make that thing work. Sure. In, in the Big Ten, right? But the the defense. It, come on, the first two the first two um, games this year. If we had that staff, bro, we're not only are we one and whatever, but. It's not a pretty one. I mean, we're at least competitive in these games, and that's what's that's that's the thing that keeps me coming back every every week. But if those that staff is there, we're one and whatever, and we're losing by like thirty or forty. It's like twenty seventeen on crack. Oh, they don't so, lose. They don't lose the Northwestern with the way the defense is playing now. But no, I don't. I don't know if they're any. Three and zero, I believe. I don't I think any. Three and zero with this staff. I don't think any defensive coordinator could have had that team ready. For Ireland, based off of everything that was happening behind the scenes, well, I, no, I don't think anybody no, would have had him ready. Leading, no yeah, way. it was it was everything was bad going into that that we didn't all know about. But yeah, I, so, that would have been tough. I mean, I think the defense has made enough strides given what they were handed after Game Three. Sure, um, and, and and that's 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 the thing that I'm encouraged about. Um, the offense, there. I don't think you could fire Whipple. I know what you said about Whipple makes sense. I hadn't thought about that this after or this morning when you said about um, his stat or his, his style and some of the things that are not happening behind the scenes. I hadn't thought about that. But I don't think you can make a wholesale change like that on offense um, and and expect there to be expect you to be anywhere near competitive. Uh, Brian Applesauce or whatever the fuck his name, oh, ah, ooh, whatever the heck his name is. That, I'm sorry, my bad. Whatever his name is, he's he's horrible. He's horrible at managing, and I, I, I I'm not sure how much of that is number nine not being in the game and not being around um, uh, to, to help spell AJ Allen. AJ Allen, yeah, yeah. None of these running backs have gotten better. Like none of them. Um, they all try to they all try to bounce it outside, like you said. Um, and I'm watching. I'm watching the, the punt returns, particularly, Ugh. and Oliver Martin, who I've despised <laughs> ever since Wisconsin last year. Right, right. He he. Listen, he had two opportunities to take the field a punt, yeah. advance at ten yards, right. and in a game like that, yep. that's an additional play or two for Wisconsin that maybe they might make a mistake or. Um, changes the way that they call because they were calling some some straight BS early on. That might change the game, like something like that. 
And instead, he's feeling this with nobody around him, and it was no more painful to watch than that last punt that he had um, when we stopped him at the 50-yard line with three minutes left to go. It was no more painful than that. If he advances that another 10 yards, yep. maybe even 15, mm-hmm. that's an additional 15 seconds of play that Wisconsin has to run. Yep. And, and I don't know. It's just really frustrating to watch. Yeah, 22 yards, punt return, only two punt returns. But they were 22 yards on those two punt returns for Wisconsin, and they both made a difference. Both made. They got to figure yeah. out. A, they got to figure out a way to combine Tommy uh, Tommy Hill and yeah. and Oliver Martin. So we'll, we'll fight later. <laughs> All right. Hey, Hobbs, take yeah. it easy, man. All right. Um, let's uh, take a break or take a phone call. Chance. Take a phone call. Okay, let's go to uh, to Matt joining us here on Severe Reaction. What's up, Matt? How you doing? Good. How are you today? I'm okay, Matt. I'm all right. So a previous caller talked about UCF, um, USC and UCLA and their playing style. Yes. It was a it was a great game to watch last night. It was fun. But if you uh, UCLA offense. Run based. So by the way. Run based offense. But, UCLA is a run based offense, which is funny. It it is, but if you watch Chip Kelly at the end of the first half, you can see his imprint on Scott Frost. Mm. There's about a minute left, minute and a half left. Yeah. They're throwing the ball down the field. They're up. They have the momentum. Yeah. And he's being super aggressive. Yeah, he was. And I would always, it's kind of like the onside kick at Northwestern, um, against Northwestern in Ireland. You have the momentum going in the half. You have that kind of freewheeling, you know, throw it down the field, try to get an extra couple points, and it kills you in the half. And they have them getting beat by, you know, three. A field goal. Yep. So I, I kind of see that imprint. It's fascinating that those two teams are going to be in the Big Ten, what, next year or two years? I, yep. It'll be, two years. It'll be fascinating to see how that style of play and Chip Kelly's attitude, if that's the same, that it will look like Scott Frost when he comes to the Big Ten. Because yesterday in Lincoln and Ann Arbor and Minneapolis, you can't run those offenses when it's 10 degrees out. No. And there's 20 mile an hour wind. Right. So um, what, what do you think about that? Do you think we get a new coach, it should be a, in that form, kind of some of your previous callers. It's more exciting to watch. Sure. But I don't know if that works in Lincoln or in Ann Arbor in November. Now, I don't think it's changed much from when, you know, Tom Osborne said that years ago, you know, and what you have to run when November comes around. No, it, it's true. I completely agree with you. Um, it's got to be a run-based offense, but, yes, you have to be able to um, make decisions late in the half. It was 39 seconds, by the way, left on that drive when they started that drive on the 20-yard line. Yep, on a 20-yard yeah. line, 39 seconds, and then on third and two, they got a first down. So there's 20 seconds left. You're at the 32-yard line, and trying to make yeah. a play, they throw the interception. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I saw Scott Frost in those decisions because Chip Kelly was his mentor. Oh, sure. Yeah. For years, right. So it was just interesting. It was a it was an awesome game to watch. And the my second comment I wanted to make: How many times at halftime was Nebraska up this year? And they lost the game. I think I would I mean, say definitely Minnesota, um, definitely Northwestern. Was were they up on Georgia Southern at half? Yep. And so yesterday, yesterday. at least four or five. At least four or five, they were up. And and what are the stats of losing a game when you're up by a touchdown or two scores at halftime? It's I mean Nebraska oh. gets into these almost. I'm not a statistician, but right. if you looked at that, uh, they should you know, just on an accident. You should win a couple of these. I know. Yeah, you should fall into a win. Yeah, I agree with you. Thanks, Matt. All right. All right. Thank you.
Yeah, sorry. You have a good day too. Sorry about that. I was looking and I was saying Georgia Southern game at halftime was it was it tied? Oh, let me look real quick. Uh, it was Georgia Southern was actually up on that one. Twenty eight. No, it was tied. Yeah, twenty eight all. So that one was tied. But yeah, Nebraska has blown. Well, the Minnesota and yesterday's losses are the greatest example. You know, Nebraska's up seven nothing and and really dominating. Um, real quick, we'll take one call before we take a break. We'll go to Gary, who's in New Jersey. Hey, Gary, how are you? Michael, how are you? I'm at my wit's end. <laughs> With you, man. I'm, I'm at my wit's end. Yeah. So allow me to quote from the Journal Star. Running laterally against teams like this is not going to be good. Thompson said hinting yeah. about Anthony Grant did that too often. Yeah, I ran that, that bite earlier. I ran that bite earlier. He is He is brutally honest in his press conferences, isn't he? Right, but here's my question, Michael. With his 17-carry, 28-yard performance, why do we need all this running back depth if this is all this guy is going to play? I see Gabe Irvin got one carry. Yeah, one for four. I, I, I don't – he's not getting it done. What, what, like, Whipple is the worst assistant coach hire we've had in, in, in forever as I've been watching this team and that includes Bob Diaco. Well, hold on, hold on. I will say this, Gary. That is not the, – the running backs coach is who puts the players in to play, not the offensive coordinator. It's up to okay. Brian Applewhite to put the running backs in. That's, that's his job. He handles that rotation. That's on him. So then why do we need all this depth if we don't use it? I don't know. And Ramirez Johnson did play off – I think I counted four plays from scrimmage that he played, but they just – they never went to him. Yeah, right. And I mean, I'm not even talking about him because I expect to see him when I come back from the Rutgers games next year. Um, but that was a little joke. Sorry. I understand. I hope, um, he, I hope he gets. I hope he can go someplace and play because I like the kid. Yeah, but I mean, I saw Gabe Irvin had one carry for four yards. Yep. But, I, okay, so I'll take your point on Whipple, but it's Anthony Grant left, Anthony Grant right, Anthony Grant bumped the middle, and then straight drop back passes. I I just. I, I, I don't get it. A semi-intelligent chimpanzee could call <laughs> and defend against this offense. What yeah. what am I missing? Am I missing something? I don't know. I, I would say this, and I say this to everybody. I don't know how much you can be efficient in with that offensive line. I don't know what system you're running to really be efficient with as bad as the offensive line is right now. But, yes, I, I agree. agree. There's stuff they could do differently. And they did. Yesterday, Gary, they did some – they did three tight end formations – they pulled their tight ends, brought them across the formation, blocked in line. They tried a bunch of things. I think Grant was especially bad yesterday. He left a good 60 yards on the field yesterday, easily. Michael, I hope the next time we talk, I'm in a better mood than this. You're a great guy. I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem, Gary. Thanks for calling, man. I hope everything's going well with you uh, in New Jersey. We'll take a break. We'll come back, continue the conversation, look at where this fits in terms of toughest loss from the season, and talk about those seniors a little bit that went through senior day here on 1620 Zone. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.